Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today's guest is Cameron Bess, aka Meeps Kitten. He is a furry, he is pansexual, and he is an astronaut. Yes, you heard that right. (laughs) He is the first pansexual person and the first furry that we know of to go to space. This episode is kind of hilarious because it's almost like two separate interviews in one. Um, Obviously, first things first, I had a million questions about his experience as a furry. Like, what is a furry? Um, Is it always something that's sexual? Uh, What is the sexiest animal? Do the furry suits always stay on during sex? I also had some questions about going to space, like what was the whole experience like? What does zero gravity feel like? Uh, Cameron is the first astronaut I've ever spoken to in maybe my whole life, (laughs) and he was gracious enough to get into everything I brought up, and he was just so, so, so cool, and I'm so thankful that he shared his insights with us, so I hope you enjoy. Hi. Hi. I am so excited to be talking to you right now. Yes, this should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? I'm I'm doing good, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um so so you're a furry that has gone to space and you've been all over the internet lately. Um I, I guess I want to start by like is can I use furry as a noun? Uh, definitely. Yes. Okay. So furry generally like is to, it's, it's, uh, it's a community slash fandom, but you can refer to somebody as a furry, like you are a furry. So, and we, and and when we talk about the community itself, we would say like the furry community or. Yeah. The two that I hear the most common are furry community or furry fandom, furry fandom, you know, has the alliteration. So it rolls off the tongue a lot easier, (laughs) but I think a lot of people have issues with calling it a fandom but nobody actually really cares i don't think so (laughs) why why fandom like what um i think it's because like the definition of a of a furry i guess really revolves around people's interest in forming a community around the topics of of furry culture Mm -hmm. um so i think a lot of people like calling it a fandom because it's just people who are fans of of you know the furry stuff i i watched this video on youtube which by the way i was just telling you like before we started recording is my new favorite video on the internet and it's where you explain it's kind of like furries for dummies right but like it's you super high explaining (laughs) furries and it's so funny i was that like was the intention to make a funny video before you started recording that or did it just end up like a total comedy no, so de- I definitely go- went in thinking like this is gonna be a train wreck. But uh, <laughs> whenever I make videos on YouTube, it, it always comes. The ideas always come to me as this would be so ridiculous, and just the title itself would just be the reason for making the video. <laughs> it's just like a hundred percent. So the video I think is titled like me explaining furries 
super high. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like <laughs> that, just that title came to, to my brain and I was like, I need to film that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it actually is like pretty informative, like despite being hilarious, <laughs> um, it is actually, it had like some real like you know, insight into the community, especially for someone like me who like does not know much. Like I, I'm very uneducated when it comes to um, furries. Um, so like so one thing you mentioned that I found kind of interesting was like you said that there are actually various degrees of what a furry can look like. And it, right. like someone doesn't necessarily have to be dressed up head to toe in a suit um, to be or like a furry suit to be considered a furry. Is that right? Like did I understand that correctly yeah so the way that i generally describe like what a furry is is i, I use two um two qualifiers one is that you like uh anthropomorphic animals in some sense that's like i don't know there's like disney movies with the animal characters that walk and talk and, and all that um, so basically you, you, like an like like physically an animal, but with the characteristics of a human being. Yeah. So like, uh, like you might remember like fables from when you're like a kid, like, you know, basically humanizing animals is a really good way to mm -hmm. express a lot of things and, um, and all that. But the second qualifier would be that you want to be involved in a community about those things. Okay. And that's the only two things that I personally think that, that, are you know crucial to being a furry um from there on you know furry the furry community is an extremely diverse community there's like you know everybody is it's there's just so many different types of people like from different sure like, kind of like porn like it's you know like you can't i could never sit here and tell you like what a porn star is like like there's so many like i am but one <laughs> Right. And it's, and it's a huge, huge, um, community. So, you know, it's, everybody's different. And, you know, my experience is again, very different, but those two qualifiers, I think apply to most, if not all furries. So like for you, like if, if there's someone who like watches furry porn, let's say, but is not really like, doesn't like do the community things like to, to you, is that not like a true furry? Um, I think, yeah. Cause part of being a furry is the, is the community around mm -hmm. it. I, mm -hmm. I feel like, and a lot of people engage with the community in different degrees that could just be like, Oh, I, I look at art and comment on art and, and, you know, social, maybe social media or, mm -hmm. or maybe they're, you know, in VR with other furries or maybe they're going to furry conventions or just chatting with other furries on like voice chats and all that. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different ways you can engage with that community. So somebody who's watching furry porn might not necessarily be a furry unless they, you know, want to, that's part of it. You, you have to want to be a furry right. to be a furry. Right, 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 right. Like one thing you also said in that video that I think made it like really, it was such a great like explanation to me was you kind of compared the furry community to like the Comic-Con community. And you basically explained it like it's it's a bunch of people with a common interest in their case of like, you know, fictional characters and they get together and like do fun stuff, right? Like it's. Yeah. So that's a, that, that's a good point because a lot of 
misconception is about like what is a furry convention too. A lot of people think that it is a, like a, a sex thing. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I'm thinking and, it's an orgy. And like, you know, with any thing that people are really passionate about and, and, you know, um, they'll bring their sex lives into it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, furry is no exception to that. So there, you know, I'm sure in, you know, there's plenty of orgies at a furry convention and I'm not going to try to hide that from, from people, but a furry convention, most of it's like they have DJs, like furry DJs who are like, you know, have whole like raves on huge stages with lights and then panels of people doing stuff like, um, like, uh, talking about like zoology or, um, playing like, Jack, I don't know if you've ever heard of Jackbox. No, um, I haven't. But it's it's like a it's a good party game like that that a bunch of people can play and it's like um, non in a non furry way. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a you know it's a it's a very normal. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. For for everyone, like cards kind of thing. against humanity or something. Yeah, except for it's like digital and like oh okay. You use your phone and it's yeah <laughs> okay. Like so, wait, you're saying that there are like non sexual furries. Yes. Like you can you can fully go to a like a furry convention and not engage in any of the sexual things. Yes. Like yeah, very very much so. Furry is very separate from it from sex, but just as with anything, it, it right. definitely includes sex. So. Um what percentage of like the furry community would you say? Like that you've just like anecdotally, like would you say is like, what percentage is into the sex part? <laughs> well, I think most adults are into sex in some way. So I know that, like, with most conventions, and this is, you know, furry and beyond, with most conventions, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm finally meeting this person from across the world. Or, like, you know, I, I'm I, we're having a party and, and you know, there's, there's hookups at parties and, mm-hmm. and all that. So... I, you know, conventions specifically, there's a lot of uh, a lot of that going on, but yeah, that's I mean, just because it's a mostly adult space and everybody's okay. partying and having fun, and it's not specific to um, to furry itself. But I know that there's like there's a lot of furry porn online, <laughs> and and I don't know if I could nail a percentage on Is how many like, like people over are into 50%? that. I'd say it probably less rests somewhere around 50, maybe a little okay. lower, but that's just like a complete like and guess on like, my part. When, when you're like, okay, like when you're at a furry convention, let's say like, is there a way to signal that like I'm down for the sex part? Um, (laughs) like i'm imagining this scenario in my mind where like two furries like as with anything else like you go to a place where you share a lot of common interests with someone and then like of course like there's chemistry there because you know you're you you're in some way like like like-minded right so like i imagine like i'm imagining these two people like going up to the hotel or to someone's apartment or whatever and then like they get there and it's like oh Oh, you want to do the sex part of this? Like, I, I don't. Like, it's- I, well, I, I guess it's, uh, it's very, I guess, how it would normally go down. Honestly, I, I know like a lot of people 
know each other prior to going to these conventions mm-hmm. so they might talk about it ahead of time or is there like I a way there's... to phrase it like or, or <laughs> is, is it straight to... up like hey do you like to fuck in your suit like is it as simple as that so um when it comes to like having sex in fursuits uh i think just most of the people who want to do that are you know they'll they'll talk to they'll ask people like hey like you know it's just how you'd normally go about okay. it but um like as if you were into like BDSM or like yeah, anything yeah. else yeah pretty much um cuz you know when people um people who do do that side of things there's people who there's a lot of furries who don't even have fursuits right um so so and then the people who have fursuits i'd say probably less than half of them or way less than half of them i would guess but um have sex in their fursuits what because not all of them have um like zippers for it and everything yeah 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 um and then some people just want to keep it clean you know and because sure. they're expensive and and yeah hard I, to clean. I heard that like a suit can run like like thousands of dollars yeah yeah um is that typical yeah, it's uh, it's in the several thousands most of the time. Um, you can if you make your own. I'm sure you could get it for like a few hundred, maybe. But um, a lot of the like professionally made ones, like air, well, air quotes on professionally. I mean, right. they're they're made by hobbyists, and some people make their own businesses out of it. Like an Etsy. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's not like a, a like a factory that's pumping yeah. out fursuits. Like you're you not know? going to like Brooks Brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all custom made, basically. So, kind of like the rave scene, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah a lot like that. Um, do you? Am I? Am I wrong to assume that like most furries are guys? Is that wrong? Um, I you know, I'd say like a lot of the furries I've met are guys. So. I don't know if that's necessarily wrong, but I definitely have um, seen, you know, every type of gender represented in the furry fandom. Sure. So I guess like with anything that's like unconventional, right? Like, I mean, even porn, like I feel like we see just so much more variety of everything just because it's like, it's like designed that way by nature. Yeah. And since furry is like, you know, those two, those two qualifiers that I mentioned, Mm -hmm. they're extremely accessible you know Mm -hmm. you don't have to be you could be anyone so you get every type of person so Mm -hmm. is that part of like the like do you feel like that's part of the appeal that you can be anyone like is is there like a is it like a is like anonymity part of the thrill i think for some people um they do like you know putting on fursuits so that they can express themselves as a character instead mm-hmm. of having to be themselves. And that helps them with like social anxieties and stuff like that. If, if that's an issue for them, I've definitely heard that as, um, as a, as a reason for some people. And, and then also like online too, you'll see a lot of people with like furry avatars and stuff as their like profile pictures on social media. Mm-hmm. And I think that can, you know, it, it helps you, you know, express, expressing yourself as a character is always, um, something fun to do it's Um, fun and like i i don't know like i find it easier in some ways like 
to me, like I'm I'm a super like introverted person in my personal life, but like when I am myself as a porn star, like I'm way more extroverted and like I don't know, like it's just it's easier for me to almost be more myself when I'm not. Does that make sense? <laughs> uh, to- I totally get it. Yep. <laughs> um, but I guess so. So you're saying the costumes are like thousands of dollars. Does that mean like do people generally like the the people that do dress up um do you guys like generally commit to like one character and that's who or like one persona and that's who you are like every time you go to a gathering or like or or is it kind of like today I'm going to be a mouse and today I'm going to be like I don't know like something Yeah. Else. I guess it really depends on budget per person i guess yeah i know there and and some people just prefer to be like one character but i i know that there are many people out there that have several fursuits that um you know they'll use whatever character they feel like being at the time um you know some people feel like the, their suits might be more recognizable and they kind of want to be more low-key so they'll wear a, a suit that's you know oh okay like okay, yeah. to try to, I get it. I get it. And you are always meeps. Yes, I am always meeps. How did you? Um, so meeps is a six foot tall cat. Yes. How did you how, like? How did you pick that? First of all, how did you pick the name meeps? Um. Well, I actually picked the name meeps a, a while ago. So actually, um, I have like a, a history of doing adult work myself. So oh, that's, that, yeah. I, I I don't really advertise it that much, especially recently with all the, um, the the news about me. Can uh, I ask, that's like, been, to what capacity? Um, I did the uh, live cam modeling. <gasps> awesome! And you did it as Meeps. Um, I I did it as me, like human me. Okay. Um, but uh, when I wanted to come up with that kind of uh, you know, that persona and that username for you know the the, the that kind of um, stuff. I was like, what would be the cutest name I could come up with? <laughs> I mean, Meeps is pretty cute. Yeah. So that's what I came up with. And it, that's literally the, the only thought process behind it. Wait, I kind of love that because I was totally expecting a way more like profound explanation. <laughs> yeah. Nope. That's, that's it. it. It originally came from like uh, Meeps a lot. Like like this like making the sound meep oh, like a lot. Um, that's so cute. But then I like shortened it when I designed my um my fursona. That's what Fursona. Oh, like got it. It's 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 kind of like kind of cheesy, but it. But it makes sense. It's it works. Yeah. When it works, it works. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. So how long have you been doing like the furry thing? Uh, four years. Four years. Okay. And like what – how did you – so so you were doing like the camming, the, the live camming, and then like you were doing that first, you were saying. Um, yeah, just just slightly. And is that related earlier. to like your introduction to the furry community at all? Um, no, honestly. The furry community, I got introduced to it um, mostly through uh, – just seeing the art around and hearing about it online. Cause you know, you hear, you hear about furries and most of the time negatively. And for a while I was like, that's kind of weird. But then, um, but then like 
I saw uh, a, a picture of a fursuit that I really liked. And I was like, wait, that's, I like that a lot. And then I just eventually was like, you know what, what's stopping me from getting involved in that community? Nothing really. So, And like for you, like, obviously like the community portion is so important and like strong, like that's super apparent, but like <clears throat> for you, like when you initially were interested, like, was it, did the sex thing come first? Um, pun intended. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it, it was probably hand in hand, honestly. Okay. And that's just me. Um, cause you know, obviously I had a very like active, like sexual persona already. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I already was, you know, looking yeah. to. No, totally. Like when I think of like, for me, like I'm, everything is like sexuality first <laughs> so yeah i i can definitely relate but like why why did you why did you pick a cat i just like cats like like just like actual cat cats. guy not like in a you know in a no, sexual no no way, no obviously. that's not how i meant it <laughs> like a, at all that's an important thing to <laughs> to to mention as well a lot of people think that furries are you know into actual animals sexually and you know, but don't you feel like that is such a reflection of like how uneducated we are as a society about sex? Like, I mean, like, I people have such a hard time differentiating like fantasy from reality in so many ways. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, That's very true. And it's, I don't know, like, I, I think, I don't know, like, to me, like, I, I feel like anyone relating furries to that would be like, I don't know. It just it to me it's just such a good representation of how little we talk about sex and how much like we're not exposed to things, right? Like it's yeah. Um, that being said, like do you when when you're like with a partner, like do you prefer do you prefer cat furries? Or like <laughs> do you like do you just prefer yourself to be a cat furry or do you prefer like everyone involved to be a I, cat furry? I don't I don't I don't mind most other types of furries. I okay. I just I just like uh like cats myself and I was like I'm going to design my own cat like human character. So you're like an equal opportunity. Um. Yeah, I yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it like if there's any like species that I could be like, no, oh, those furries suck, but no, I can't. Not a single one. Um I'm trying I, to no, think. I don't. I don't think so. I, I was gonna say one as a joke, but I don't even. I don't even have one that I can say <laughs> as a joke. Like for me, like um, okay, like to me, the sexiest animal again. Like I'm not, like yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I don't have to, you know, yeah. give the disclaimer. <laughs> but like I'm not trying to fuck animals is what I'm saying. But to me, like the sexiest animal costume would like obviously be a Rottweiler. Like oh, I, interesting. I are, are there Rottweiler furries out there? Have you I, ever seen one? Um, or a lot. Man, I I don't know if I've seen. Probably, I've probably seen one. The, even just, the fact that you have to think that long is like shocking to me. Like it's so obvious to me. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, um, but but one I would definitely like be repulsed by is like um, you know those like moles with no eyes. I hate like animals with no eyes to me are so disgusting. Yeah, um, I don't think I've seen any moles. 
Okay. I don't. Th- I don't think I've seen any moles. So you've never come across like a furry costume that you were like, nah. I mean, I can't say that. There's <laughs> yeah. some. There's some furry costumes that that you know, like props to them for trying, uh, and and props to them for being their best self. And that's all I can say. <laughs> oh, so you are you talking? Are you speaking more on like the quality of the costume right now? Perhaps. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I can appreciate that. Like, I think. I know, I'm think not that's trying to be like elitist or anything no. about it either. Too. I, I like because I know I know there's going to be a lot of furries listening to this uh, because they're gonna and 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 I know there's going to be a lot of furries that are angry for me for even like talking about furry publicly and especially on the Pornhub podcast. So, Understandable so like, because you know what? Like I think that's with any marginalized community, right? Like even like for me as porn, which is way less marginalized than a furry, right? But like still super misunderstood by like the world as a whole. Like, yeah, it's it can be – it's kind of like we said earlier, like you're but one person. I'm but one person. And it's hard yeah. when there's so little representation of us out there already – and then the one person that goes out and says something is like so um like in opposition to how you feel. Yep. And then that's like the one thing that, you know, for a lot of people in the world, like right now, this might be the only thing they ever hear about furries, but you are only one person. Right. So when when I say that um, I've seen some bad fursuits <laughs> and 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 you know, some people are trying, I say that not to like say that you shouldn't you know, if you want to have a fursuit and you get what you get, that's great. Totally. I'm not saying that's bad at all. Right, just, right, right. Just- <laughs> but you could, like, there are scenarios where you're, like, a little bit turned off by, like, the poor quality of <laughs> their costume. <laughs> that's a way to put it, I guess. <laughs> it's just there, there's there's some that I was like, oh, I like I like your ideas here, but. It well, needs refinement. Also, it needs refinement. And everyone starts somewhere, right? Yeah. And also, like, maybe someone's taste is just a little bit, like, trashier. Like, <laughs> like me, even, for example. Like, I, you know, in a totally different way. Like, I like trashier things than maybe other people like, so. Honestly, maybe. that's that's fair, too. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, When, so, so you're an equal opportunity furry um, yes. lover um and and you are pansexual yeah um we've had a lot of pansexual people on this podcast obviously it is the Pornhub podcast um but like is that um do you feel like that's really common in the furry community like is okay actually my first question is is there a lot of um is gender bending like a very outdated term i don't i don't but, know um, I'm wondering, I, I guess, if like there's there are a lot of people that maybe like identify as gender non-conforming. Yeah, sure. Like non-binary. Are, yeah, in the furry community. Um, yeah, there's there's plenty. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot actually. I know a lot of people who will, um, you know, it, it help it helps them explore their their gender. Um, to miss, miss, some people have, um, you know, fursuits that are the uh the like opposite gender that they were born assigned to you know um or or a different gender than they were uh assigned at birth 
Um, so they can help that can help them explore that. And, you know, if they're, you know, starting to question maybe whether, whether they're trans or not, like they can, mm-hmm. they can, you know, experiment with that through their character instead of having to do it themselves, you know? Yeah. I, I would imagine that that's like, that would feel somewhat safer for a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe not and, middle. <clears throat> and then I, like, there's just so much LGBTQ plus representation throughout the entire like community. It's, it's just everywhere. Um, Why do you think that is like, do you think um, because like I find, and maybe this is totally wrong. Like, cause I, this is not based on any type of like scientific research or anything, but I find that like a lot of like, um, like subcultures tend to draw LGBTQ plus like community people, like, like, sex work, right? That's an obvious one. But like even, you know, or like furries or like, is it because, do you feel like, I don't even know what I'm trying to ask here, but like, I, do you feel like, do you feel like, like, This is such a long pause because I know what I'm trying to say in the end. I guess like my end question is, are we all pansexual? But like before that, I'm (laughs) trying to like, I'm trying to like show my work here. Um, But I feel like maybe are queer people attracted to subcultures because we are already attracted to like the non-traditional thing? Does that make sense? The way I'm asking. I mean, I think people are attracted to novelty in in, in many senses, but um, I think when it comes to the the communities like the furry uh, community having a lot of LGBTQ plus uh, presence, I I don't know really what to attribute that to. I think honestly, it might just be as simple as gender roles and stereotypes as, and the aesthetic of, you know, furry culture in general. I think there's a lot of uh, like manly men out there who are like straight and, and don't like cute things. And that's like all based off of just, I think, the way that society has trained people to be. And I think the reason you see, and again, this is just a theory of mine. And I think the reason you see a lot of, um, you know, uh, queer people in the, the community is um, because those people don't care about those stereotypes or roles they're supposed to fill into. Yeah. Like, is it, is it, is it just like, that's like that print part of the brain is already ignited, right? Like the, the, I don't care about like fitting into some type of like societal norm. That's, that's what I would attribute it to, but. Mm -hmm. I also wonder if there's like any correlation because like, we don't really, when we talk about animals, like we don't really talk much about gender. Like we talk about sex, right? Like we. We will talk about how like an animal is like a male or female, like in the sense that it has a 
like penis or vagina kind of thing. But we don't really like, I don't know, like to me, like animals saw, are kind of non-binary-ish. Yeah, I saw a, um, a great TikTok, I think yesterday, where it was um, they, th- these people adopted a cat, um, like a female cat, but then they discovered that it had like, you know, male parts. Okay. So they put like pieces of paper of like the different pronouns on the piece on the ground and they're like, okay, go, you go decide. And then they walked over to the piece of paper and they're like, oh, yay. What did it choose? <laughs> I think it was like uh, she, they, like right in between she and they. <laughs> it's kind of like in Korean culture, like when a baby turns one year old. Do you know about this? They'll, no. um, it's It's like tradition where they put – and. Forgive me, I'm not Korean, so like I might be fucking this up, but it's something like the gist is that they'll put like a paintbrush, a stethoscope, a pencil, um, oh. and you let the baby crawl to whatever item you know they want, and whatever item they crawl to is kind of like a like a foreshadowing of what they're going to become or what kind of person they're going to become in the future, like a doctor or a writer, or an artist or whatever. Interesting. So it's kind of like that, but um. Yeah, like it's I, – I, I do wonder if that has anything to do with it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Um, So I saw this video of you talking about you were on Grindr and, um, and like you had your furry costume in the – as like one of your pictures. Yeah. Um, and like is – is that – is that very common? Uh, you know, I would bet that a lot of furries who are on Grinder do have pictures of either their character or their fursuit. And like, is it is it implied that like, okay, like let's say, let's say, wait, first of all, do you, like, will, are, are you into people that aren't furries? Oh, de- yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's just like a like a part of yeah. It's what just you're into. It's just you know extra fun on the, on the yeah. side. Like, do you and and when someone matches with you, like based on that furry costume picture, like is it implied that like you will be going there with your furry costume? Um, you know, I don't think so. Okay, I have not used grinder effectively i don't think i don't <laughs> I, I stay away most of the people on grinder um aren't really looking for what i i'm looking for i don't what think. are you looking for uh well i mean right now i'm in a relationship oh so. oh shit sorry <laughs> an yeah. open relationship okay but you know um like what 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 do you look for in a relationship I'm i don't know i just i just like well I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, is, hard open, to... is open a must? Yeah. Yes. For me, it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but other than that, I just like people who I can feel like I can just be or be myself around, and we I can, you know, have my interests, and they also be like supportive of those interests. Just classic stuff, you know. Yeah, the usual. <laughs> my partner the... is a furry, actually, as well. Okay. Though, so. I was hoping. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like what what percent of your like 
sexual activity is furry based with between the two of you um well it's long distance sadly so okay so even um, that but even then like i'd say like i don't know 20 percent. oh okay so it's maybe less i don't know okay. yeah. like anal kind of <laughs> like it's <laughs> well, well i mean for us maybe well, not <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i meant I, I was totally projecting that like that was about me um, <laughs> but um, okay okay and like and you guys met through the community we met on vr chat if okay. you've ever heard of that it's a vr social platform and you have your like your virtual avatar <coughs> your, geez. you have your virtual avatars and and all that and you're and i i went on because somebody was you know doing a a party in in vr um and i was like super sick so i was just here and then i you know put on my thing and i go to the party and they were there and uh both as furries yes yeah i have a i have a whole like custom avatar and everything but it's meeps yes like in the vr world too yeah yep and um was it kind of like wait was this a furry party i think yeah pretty much all the people there were furries yeah okay so and then like so at that point so okay so how did that conversation happen like were you like are you are you a sexual furry as well like is there a word for it um like without having to like explicitly be like, well, there's a word. I can tell you there's a there's a word for like people who have sex in fursuits. Oh, thank which is, you. Which is um, well, there's two words, but I think the most common one is mersuiter, like mer suitor, like fursuiter, but mer. Like like M E R M U R R. What? Why? Um, I think that's that mer, like has become a. Like a, a, it's it's a sound. It's like it's like a, a sound that, I guess you know, animals would make. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's supposed to be like a, like a sexual like purring. A, mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay. And what's the other word? Uh, soft suitor. Oh, ironic. <laughs> well, why why soft suitor? Um, I think a lot of people don't like the word mer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what which do you prefer? I, I call myself a mercy. <laughs> um, so like do you when you meet someone, are you like, hey, are are you a mercuder? Like that <laughs> Most of the time it kind of just emerges, I feel like. Uh like you, you talk to people like like normal and you, you hang out and you get to know them well and then you know, maybe you're like, oh hey, you know, like I'm a mercuder. You want to see some pics or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. And then, and then the, I guess they'll just say yes or no. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. It's, it's like, it's like sending nudes, but like, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah. How much, like, um, okay, like, is the suit for you? And sorry if I'm like, if, if you're not comfortable answering any of these, just tell me to fuck off. But like, no, are you um, like, is the suit, does the suit stay on the whole time? Uh, 
Well, I mean, it depends the the scenario. I feel like most people, most people in the furry f- the fandom don't really care if you take off a, a, your suit or like if you take off your head, for example, they won't really like, like, especially if you're like, oh, I'm getting really hot. I need to take off my, my head or something yeah. so that I can breathe because those things are, it's, it's not, it's sure. not cold in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think most people, you know, they wouldn't care, but I know there's like some, some people who are like, oh, don't break the magic or, and, but that like mostly Disney applies. Style. Yeah. That mostly applies like to just walking around at a convention, not necessarily sure sex, but I, you know, it, I think it just really, it really comes down to personal preference, I guess. Like I know for me, I sometimes I'll just be wearing the head, you know? Okay. That actually makes like the most sense. Yeah. Cause that, I guess know. unless you're like sucking dick. Or eating pussy or giving oral sex, I guess. Yeah. I mean, some of them have like mouths that are accessible for, you know, like mine, you can put stuff in the mouth, but it wouldn't work for. For that. Like for that. Yeah. Um, And like, do you like, does the body. Okay. Like, you know how like a, like an animal onesie has the butt flap. Uh, uh, So most of them do zippers. um, Okay. That. Like and mine, for example, the zippers are like really small and the same color as the um as the fur. Yeah, so you can't you can't see it when you're just walking around. Yeah. Um. No, yours is like really well made. Even even I, as a civilian, or what, I don't know what you guys call us, but like as a non furry, like even I can tell that yours is like really well made. Yeah. So it, it has a zipper in the front and the back. Okay. Um. So that you can you know access both sides (laughs) like i guess maybe that's like maybe that's the the secret signal is like is the zippers (laughs) i mean for honestly yeah like for some people that's definitely uh definitely it i know that like some furry parties they'll have like and this happens at non-furry parties as well but they'll have like like wristbands with different colors or cups with different colors to like signal to people like, oh, this color means that I don't want to do anything, or this color means like, hey, come come talk to me. That is such a good idea. I saw that like at um not in real life, but like online, someone was posting. Maybe it was like a Instagram or a TikTok or something, but it was like you get a yellow cup if you're single and a green cup if you're like in right. an open relationship or whatever. And exactly, that's yeah. that's pretty smart. I think. I imagine that to be very, very helpful. And like, I actually have uh, two bodies for my fursuit, uh, two separate ones. For um, both for Meeps. Yeah, they're both the same character, but one of them, one of them is more breathable and okay. has the zippers, and then the other one is um, it's got more like shape to it, um, and it has like. LED strip like attachment points and stuff. So like one is not sex friendly. Yeah, one is like the opposite of sex friendly. One's like completely just like your outdoor outfit. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like the one that's like the good looking one. Yeah, yeah, super good looking one that you preserve. Yeah, and I'm assuming that one's like way more expensive. They actually, I got them as a bundle, basically. Oh. Do most people do that? That's so smart. No, I I haven't heard a lot of people do that. No, because you know a lot of people are like saving up to get one suit, and I was lucky enough that my maker gave me a really good price for getting 
you know, two bodies and, and mm-hmm. all that. Cause they only had to make one head and one like pair of like the hands and feet. So that it was pretty economic. So what is like a, so you, you mentioned that like, like when, when it's just kind of like a private hang, that's like not a convention or whatever, people are like taking off their, you know, parts of their suits or whatever, like just to hang out. I mean, not like sexually, yeah. but like, like do, do you guys ever get together like completely unsuited? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I, I think for the first two years, it took two years for me to get my first suit from when I commissioned it to receiving it. So oh, for those, wait, is that just how long it takes to build it? Yeah. Well, it depends per which maker you get it from is of course too. um, different queue lengths, you know, all that kind of stuff. But for mine, it took, the, the queue was two years long. So um, I, there was two years where I didn't, I didn't, you know, have a fursuit. So, you know, pe- people, you would just hang out. time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but it was worth, it was worth the wait. Did um, you like, did you dress up at all? Eventually, I think like a year in, I got like a onesie of my character. Okay. And that, that I would wear to events sometimes, but uh, honestly, like there used to be um, locally a weekly meet at like a, 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 a wing restaurant, like a, you know, chicken wing restaurant mm-hmm. and nobody brought their fursuits to eat chicken wings, you know, sure. like yeah. some people brought their head maybe just to have a, have a round, but that was just a bunch of furries just hanging out because it's so, it's such an, like if, if you're a furry, it's such an easy way to relate to other people without like, you know, it, it, it's hard to go out and find groups to do things with unless you're part of that, like a community or 100%, something, right? Especially as an adult. Yes. Especially as an adult. So for, so for furries, it's like, I'm just going to look online for a, a, a furry hangout nearby and, and they happen, you know, I, I, I live in the Seattle area and there's tons around here, but I know that in different parts of the world, it's, far less common but yeah um you know it's very easy just to find something to do with a bunch of furries and you know there's group chats on like your phone that you can join of like all the furries in the area and very easy to make friends it's also like like did you read that article or it wasn't an article like an it was it was a piece um about male loneliness (laughs) It did not. It was like it was. It went viral a few years ago, but it was basically about like kind of like what you're talking about, but basically like how um, as as this article is specifically talking about men, and like they were it was very like they were talking about like in a very heteronormative way, but they were saying basically that like men, it's hard for men to maintain friendships like into adulthood because um, and with like you know women, it's more common that we just talk on the phone and we'll gossip for hours and hours and hours and talk about nothing. Whereas like for men, it seems like there needs to be more of a common interest um, in order yeah. to stay like engaged with each other. Cause um, I guess, I don't know, like men just don't tend to like talk on the phone about nothing for hours. Um, so as like, you know, people get married and have kids, et cetera, et cetera. And like life gets in jobs and life gets in the way of like, just, you know, being able to sit around and do nothing together. Like, it becomes harder to maintain these friendships. But, like, and, like, as heteronormative and, like, you know, generalized that is, like, I do kind of find 
that to be true. Like even like my husband, like it's, you know, I find I can see that it's like hard for him and his friends to like stay in touch the way like I do with my girlfriends. Right. Yeah. And like I see this in um, in like the gaming community as well. Like Mm -hmm. gaming is a total, totally great way as well for um, for people to connect to connect so I, I find it to be very similar to that honestly um if you're part of a gaming community that's basically what it feels like to be part of the furry community except for you know without the thing is different right the thing is different exactly yeah. that yeah no that makes total total sense um is your persona as meeps like different from you as cameron um I wouldn't say by a long shot, but it's definitely more um it's like me, but you crank it to eleven. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I, I, I totally yeah. get that. Like an exaggerated version of yourself. Yeah, because in person, like I I'm generally the quiet one, uh, you know, and 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 all that. And I wouldn't say I'm like totally out there as as a, you know as meeps, but I, I definitely, uh, feel like I can speak up a little bit more. Were you like a shy kid? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like quiet in like the shy sense, but more okay. like a uh, reserved, <laughs> like okay. I don't have much to say. And when I do, you know, I I'm, I'm comfortable saying it. I just, you know. Yeah. I definitely get that. Like, do you hate small talk? Um, depends. Depends on the person, okay, and the context. Like if somebody sure. was to message me randomly and be like, "Hi," and then I'm just like, "Oh, okay, hi." <laughs> uh, like, and, and then they just ask how I'm doing, and then they just do that a few times, like a week, and I'm like, "Pointless." I don't. Yeah, it's not. It it doesn't. Adding like if nothing. you had something to talk about, or sure. like you know, we're asking questions about me, or like I had things to ask about you, or I, you know, I, whatever. Yeah. It's, do you have siblings? Yes, I do. Wait, you do? I do. How many? Two. Okay, wait. Hold on. I have a question then, and it's about space. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. by, the, by the way, you went to space. <laughs> yes. Yeah. An hour into this interview, you're an yeah. astronaut. <laughs> oh, by the way. Um, yes, I, uh, yeah. Wait, so, okay. I don't even know where to begin. Okay, first of all, first of all, an astronaut actually is not – and. You know what? Maybe I'm like the only dumbass that thought this, but an astronaut is not a profession. It can be, but right. it's not by definition. Like, yeah. A- an astronaut is actually someone who is trained to go to space, right? Um, yeah. So an astronaut is somebody who is tr- is trained and like goes to space. Oh, you yeah. have to actually go? Y- yeah. Okay. You well, you go. have. Yes. And you went with your dad. I did. And now I'm hearing that you have siblings. Mm-hmm. Like how, first of all, are they so jealous, your siblings? They might be now, but they were asked if they wanted to go. Oh, okay. Like Not as in a any family? like serious capacity, I guess, but like it wasn't like, okay, we're, we're all going to go and do this. Do you guys want to do it? It's more like we might be able to make this happen. Can like, do, are you interested? And I said, yes. And they, they said, no. How, what why i guess they were scared okay sure yeah it's really sc- no you know what i like take back everything i said because i would probably be 
like really hesitant. That's the, th- I wasn't like scared. I mean, in the moment there was like a lot of like, you know, my heart beating kind of thing when, as like, as you're sitting there and it's T minus 10, nine, eight, yeah, you know, but uh, leading up to it, I felt so confident and, and, and ready and everything. They train you. And there's like three days of training and a, and an exam. Wait, um, three days. Yeah, because that's it. I, yeah, because that's like way uh, shorter than space camp. Yeah, well, it felt like space camp, honestly. But um, I've never been to space camp actually, so I can't say that. But uh, uh, what what? Yeah, it's the reason that they're able to do the training in such a short period of time nowadays, especially like on a ship like the like the the New Shepard, which is what I was flying on. Um, it's fully autonomous. You don't have to like you. You don't have to do anything. Okay, like it's self driving. Yeah. So from I think T minus two minutes and thirty seconds. From that point on, everything's automated. Whoa! Isn't that I, scarier though? Well, I mean, it means that nobody can. F- mess up you know <laughs> yeah actually i'm wondering if that's scarier or more comforting because on one hand there's no room for human error which is except like... for when like we're getting back in our seats <laughs> oh oh right 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 wait so hold on like what okay like what okay wait first okay let's start in chronological <laughs> order how does that conversation start like is your dad the one that's like hey want to go to space so yeah um so the company was looking for um they were looking for somebody to be on their first human flight at some point um and which was not the one you went on which was not the one i went on um but you know my 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 dad he showed interest in in that that auction process and they, I guess, put them on a list of people who were interested. So later on, um, they they approached him and and said, like, "Hey, do you do you want to do this?" Um, and when he was originally hearing about the potential, he had made a joke to me. He's like, "Hey, like, if I if I get this spot, would you take it?" <laughs> like, uh, and I was like, "Oh yeah, definitely." So when he like actually got offered, he's like, "Okay, I'll do it if I can bring my son." <laughs> Whoa! So and, uh, and what number fl- like was this? What number this flight was, was this? Like in this the- was their third human flight. Okay, um, but it was mission nineteen. So um, what, they had what some does other missions. Like they did some other, um, you know, flights without people and oh, okay. um, testing. Like what would happen if they only had two parachutes instead of three parachutes and all that kind of stuff. Um. Okay, and like from the moment that okay, from the moment you say yes, how much longer until you're actually like going to space? So they didn't give us a date um, until like a few months before. Um, okay, but I think it was like about it was probably around six months of waiting um, b- between agreeing and doing it. Whoa! Um, yeah, it was. And in that six months, are you like, I don't, I, I feel like if it were me, I'd be like, this isn't happening. Like, this isn't real until I was like, actually there. Yeah. I mean, 
the this isn't real was hitting more like the first the few days before it than than like the few months before it but i was definitely like i can't believe like i'm you know i have like i just felt like very you know honored to be able to to do that kind of thing like and like is the training the three days like actually the three days leading up to the mission it was supposed to be but they had to move the the mission two days later because of uh wind oh oh okay 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 so we had a few extra days and what happens in the training so they it's mostly safety training. Is it in Texas? Like, yeah. Okay. So um they have a training facility that has like a, a little um replica of the, the crew capsule. Um and how many people are in that? Uh, for our flight it was the first six person flight, actually. So um it's six people. So it was the first one of that size? Yes. Wait, like isn't that nerve wracking? Not necessarily, because they the reason they were doing less people before wasn't necessarily um, because it couldn't do that many people. Okay. It was just mostly because they were not being super I, safe. Yeah, yeah, I guess just precaution. I'm not sure. I, um, yeah, I don't know why I'm like trying to convince you to be scared. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, too late like, for that. <laughs> and like. Like how much is a ticket? Uh, you can't. I, I, I can't say. But oh, you're like, not allowed to. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's- I will say that they 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 definitely are working to lower that price with like every flight. It keeps going down. Like, and, how and, long oh, do you think until a normal person can go? A few years. Okay. That's my guess. I don't. I have no clue. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'd no. Say, like a I'd layman's guess. If the if it keeps going in with at the rate that it's going, probably, you know, five, ten years. Okay. 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 So you you go to the you go to Texas, you're like do you do you are you allowed to bring anything with you? Yeah, they actually let you um bring they give us a bag. Um they gave us a bag of uh that you could put stuff in. Okay. And it like would a double bag? It's like uh like a you have a max size of three pounds. Um, three pounds? Get. Yeah, okay. that can go in it. And well, I mean you can bring you can bring like suitcases and stuff and luggage for your clothing and stuff and all that. Yeah, sure. Because they have a they have like the astronaut village which you, you can stay in and has what? amenities. It's like uh they have these airstreams that are like super like What's fancy. An airstream? And it's a like a trailer, like like a Think about like, like a movie RV? star trailer. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, like that. So each um, astronaut gets one of those. Yeah, a streamer, an air that they can, an airstream. Yeah, that they could share with their their plus one. I didn't have a plus one. Okay, um, but um, and and that's but, like during the training. You mean? Like yeah, that's where that you're you staying. stay there. But the uh, the bag, the three pound bag, is like stuff that's gonna fly in space with you. Okay, wait, hold on. For okay. First of all, what is Astronaut Village? So it's basically this little um, site that they made right near their launch site. That's like just the a bunch of airstreams for all the astronauts, and then so in um, this case, six of you. Yeah, and I think there was a few, like an, one or two extras for you know, just in case. And then um, for what? They like, like in case someone backed out at like the I last second. I know one. Of, <laughs> no, uh, I 
I know one of the uh, the astronauts that went with me, um, their plus one was their sister, and they wanted um, they wanted to have a separate airstream for them. I guess. Oh, 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 that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So just for accommodating people, I guess. And then um, they had a gym, they had a bar, um, like. But it's a whole village for just six people. Yeah, it's it's like a or twelve people, I guess. If if everyone brought a plus one, yeah, and it's 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 pretty like it's not like huge or anything, but it's like it's like a nice little I mean, getaway. That alone sounds like an experience. It was yeah, and they had the the food there was like you know like top five notch. star. Yeah, really, it was it was great. Everything about that astronaut village was like it was like going to some crazy. Like, you know, five star vacation and then getting to go to space at the end. <laughs> oh my god. What? Okay. Okay. What kind of food was it? Um they had like like everything. They had like really good steak a lot of the time and like chicken and and like a lot of vegetarian options. As and did well, everyone get dessert. along? Yeah, actually. I I don't think there was anybody who Yeah, I don't know. That it was, was like fighting. <laughs> That yeah, suck. everybody there was great. Um, did, I guess oh, everyone's going to be on their best behavior. If like, like you're not going to try to ruin that experience for anyone else. Like, yeah, be an I'll, asshole. Yeah, well, definitely. But okay, okay. And then, so like, what was in your three pound bag? So I had a pansexuality pride flag. Amazing. Which is the one that I'm probably the most proud of. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm the first pansexual person in space. Yes, that's you know that's that's I'm glad to be able to you know provide that visibility because because visibility is huge and all that and you know I'm not like changing anybody's minds I don't think per se by like being a pansexual person in space but I think people seeing a pansexual person in space helps normalize it a little bit more. Yeah, I think. And not just for like pansexuality, but like, okay, even me, like right. I saw that headline, right? Like first pansexual person in space. And like, even to me, that's like so exciting that like, a, like a sexual like out, outlier, <laughs> like even though, right. you know, that's such a dumb way to put it, but it, it is right. Like a, a minority um, in that sense. Like to me, it's like really exciting. And like, it's a, I think it's a proud moment for anyone that's like not doesn't fit into like this sexual or just general norm like i think that's and and yeah. then and then i keep reading and it's like oh and also he's a furry so it's like right so amazing. that's another thing i brought in the bag was uh was one of my fursuit hand paws <gasps> so you know whenever, whenever people want like see me at a convention they can be like this is the, this is the paw that was, that in, was space. in space <laughs> yeah. um wait you just went right it was on the 11th of December. Okay. So, okay. Have you have you seen your boyfriend since? I have not. Oh, okay. So he hasn't gotten to like I don't know. I, I I'm just imagining if my boyfriend went to space with like a piece of his costume, I would definitely well, be trying to do things with it. <laughs> it would like, be the closest I'd ever been to space. So, I must keep that that hand paw pure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't you can't get it dirty. They can look at it while we have sex if they want. <laughs> <laughs> they can look, but no touching. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, and and what else did you bring? I brought a whole bunch of vinyl um, singles. Okay. Like of of um, my favorite musician. Whoa! What an honor for that musician. Yeah, I don't know if they ever heard about it, but is it well, someone like really famous or? Yeah, pretty famous. Yeah. What are they? What are they called? Porter Robinson. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm I'm. I, I don't know anything about music, so yeah, it's not shocking well, to me that I don't know. I'm sure some people out there might. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what an honor for that musician, though. I'd hope so, yeah. And so, like, what did you get to see? What the other people brought? Um, yeah, um, a lot of people brought like stuff. Um, like I know my dad had his wedding ring. Oh. Um, wait, hold on. That counts as a thing. Like you can't just wear that on your person. Um, like on your finger. I mean, yeah, I guess I want. I don't know. I'm not a kind of jewelry person, so I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think about it. But I guess. <laughs> what What else? Like, question. did some people bring like? But it was also her ring, too. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. It was their original. It was their original rings. The ones that they wear now are not their original rings. Okay. So that's because they've I think upgraded. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else? Like, I, I'm so curious. Like, what people. I don't know what I would bring. Uh, Did anyone bring anything like um, practical? Or it's not really that kind of. Well, do you mean like. Like something like they would use maybe in space? Well, the the thing is those payload bags, we weren't able to actually access them while we were up there. Okay, okay, okay. Because they didn't want anybody like, you know, doing anything. Because first off. They didn't want anything like flammable or makes sense. Those bags were fire resistant, so yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's why I was able to bring the that the fursuit paw because it was in that bag. Otherwise, right. like, I asked them if I could bring it, like, like if I could wear them. It. Yeah, but I, you know, oh, I couldn't do that. That would have been super cool. Yeah. Um. What? Like what? How, how long are you out there for? So the entire uh, mission from launch to landing is 11 minutes what yeah it's very quick what oh my god hold on were you you must like every second i would probably be like oh my god oh no we're only here for eight more minutes oh no we're only here for seven minutes and 30 seconds so yeah so in zero gravity you have about three minutes okay and and they they part of the training is like to plan what you're going to be doing once you hit zero gravity and how to get back in the seat afterwards. So, so hold on. If you're in zero gravity for three minutes, that means what? It takes three minutes to get there. Um, I'm very bad at math. So I'm thinking if it's like, 11 minutes total. You got no, like, like eight four minute, minutes, four minutes up, four minutes down. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably unequal. <laughs> yeah. It's probably quicker down than it is. Up. Oh, okay. And Maybe not. So, like, know. what? What? Okay, okay. So, like, <laughs> so you get into the ship, right? It's like you said, from T minus two minutes and whatever seconds, it's fully automated. Yeah. So you're already like strapped in at that point. Yeah. So um, they have this this thing called um, the the escape system, and um, I think at like thirty minutes or 
at some point when you're sitting in there, they turn on the escape system. Um, and from that point on, you're in your seat harnessed and um, in the like in a specific seated position with your like head back and and all that. Like, is it um, like in the movies? Um, it's a little different because these are reclined seats. Oh, they're um, reclined? Yeah, that way so that when you're hitting a bunch of G-forces, the G-forces are going through your chest instead of from the top of your head. Because if ah. G-forces are going from the top of your head, it pulls the blood from your head down to, you know, I don't know, your butt when you're sitting in a chair. Okay. But if it's in your chest, it's a lot. And is that you know. very uncomfortable? The G-force? No, it's actually – well, the G-forces can get uncomfortable, but – like um, like Like – is it can you compare it to any other feeling that you've ever had no is it painful? i mean it's not painful no it's just like is it like skydiving i've actually never gone skydiving surprisingly but um <laughs> you know it's like it's your face is pulled back and and you know your breathing's a little bit harder and um it just feels like there's a ton of weight on you if you've ever had like a weighted blanket maybe like times a thousand Oh, do you have to be in shape mm, to a no, certain degree? I don't. No, I don't think so. I mean, previous they've had like ninety-year-olds do it. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So and and so you're strapped in. They're counting down. I can't even imagine how that must feel. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> and like, so like, by when when do they say blast off? Is that a? Um, so they say like main, like main engine start at zero, and then at T plus seven or launch plus seven um, uh, seconds is when you actually lift off, and they say you know they they say you know lift off, and then if you've clear when you clear the the tower and all that, um, so they give you those calls and everything, but. Yeah. And and you were sitting next to your dad? Uh I was sitting yeah, so you're the way it's it's like in a circle basically. Oh. So everybody's like ha- facing each facing other. The back of a person. Oh. Yeah. Oh, a circle like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, not, okay. You're facing instead of facing the center, you're facing, you know. And and that's so that to your side is the window. Oh, you can see out the window the whole time? Right. The window on the crew capsule is actually the it's the largest window on any spacecraft that has ever been made. Is so, it can you compare it to like a pl- an airplane window? It's much bigger than an airplane window. Oh. I'd say it's like about uh I don't I don't want to like make any claims here, but it's like three feet tall. Oh maybe more than that. Or okay. more than that. Okay, okay, okay. And and are you like looking out of it as you're shooting up? I definitely was. And what <laughs> like is it so fast that you like it's just a blur or No, it's um so you know it starts slow and then by the time that you're going max like you're starting to get like really really fast you're like you're you're high enough that like the speed just that it doesn't, you know, like if you're looking at something in the distance in a car, it looks like it's barely moving. Sure. Um, it's like that. Like you're looking down at the earth and it doesn't seem like you're going crazy fast, but you're going three times the speed of sound. Wait, so you, you like saw, you saw earth? Yeah. So you can, you can see 
earth and then there's like a, a shell of blue around the earth because that's the atmosphere that you're seeing there because um, um, you can see it. and then past that shell of blue it's just black and you can't wow. see any of the stars because of like the light pollution from the sun reflecting off of the earth so it just so it just looks like earth and then blackness earth blue then black earth blue then black and then like did you and then and then it's just like black for the rest of the time well you can see like when when you're at zero gravity you can you can go up to your window and look down at the earth and you can see like you know the curve of the earth and so at the point that you're at zero gravity you can get out of your seat yeah they let you uh yeah, un- un- unbuckle and everything, and then are you floating? Yep. And like, how do you move? Is it like swimming? They have a lot of handles everywhere. Okay, um, but it- it's not like swimming because with swimming, when you're you know moving your hands, you're pushing against the water. But in in zero gravity, you're just you're just pushing against air, okay. and you need to to physically contact things to move in zero gravity. Okay. Um, oh, you can't just be in air, like swimming. Yeah. You have to actually have kick to, off of a thing. Yeah. And it's it's not difficult. It's like if you want to, you know, go from one side of the capsule to the other, you just, with your fingertips, just lightly touch because that's the only, that's all the force that's needed because. And that was something that was simulated in your training, right? Um, No, because they, they there's not really a great way oh. of them simulating zero gravity. Okay. Um, there's no real life analog. There's no like normal analogs to zero gravity. Um, like I think the closest you can have is, is water, but even then that's extremely, it's very, it's very different. Um, I know that there are some companies right now that are starting to do those um, zero gravity like plane flights Mm -hmm. where they just like have these planes that do these like parabolic arcs okay so that when you're like falling when it's like the plane is like heading straight down basically and and that simulates zero gravity okay but um and people do that for fun or yeah that's weird it's expensive okay um i mean no like okay i personally that doesn't sound like fun (laughs) Yeah, it's it sounds wild. It sounds so scary. Um, okay. And then you have to like go back. You don't going up and down, and and that's you know motion sickness and stuff. Yeah. Um. So, so what did you? So you un when you hit zero gravity, what like can you hear the people in Texas the whole time? Like, are they are you guys communicating with them like in the movies or? So yeah, the there's um they call it Capcom capsule communication um and the. the the uh, person running that they'll give you updates and like what stage of um, of the flight you're at because there's a bunch of different stages. Like um, you have like the booster and the capsule are actually like two separate things. So once you get um, to a certain point, they separate from each other, and then the booster will actually go and land itself on a landing pad to be Where? reused again. In, in Texas. Oh, 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 oh. Near the launch site. It's just, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On Earth. Okay. Yeah. On Earth. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, then the capsule stays up there for a little bit, finishes its flight path, and then comes down and uses parachutes to land. Um, and so, is the landing like smooth? 
Yeah, it's it, the landing is the least rough part, I think, of the entire. Oh. Uh, the I think the the most like dynamic events throughout the entire um, uh, flight is when you separate from the booster and when the shoots come out. Okay, those are like pretty jarring and loud, um, but it's not that loud. Um, when you go, like, are the contracts like? First of all, I'm imagining you sign like a ton of paperwork, right? <laughs> yeah. Like. I'm sure you like signed your life away kind of, right? Like Pretty like if you die, yeah. you can't sue or whatever. But like um are, are there were there any like weird rules in the terms? Like you can't jerk off, for example. <laughs> I mean, is that a rule? I don't I you know, I don't know if that was explicitly written. Um Oh my god, don't. Maybe they need to add it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't I'm going to take that out of this podcast so that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, um yeah so okay so you unbuckle and what did you what did you do like you were floating around you were looking out the windows like right so like, did you hug your dad <laughs> i think we uh, we did a i think there was a fist bump there we did a group photo with everybody there there okay. was um yeah i i don't know if i want to specifically like name drop people yeah. in this but but you know you can look it up on on oh were on, there like famous people on yeah Oh, there were? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine like at that, yeah, like at that price point, I mean, I'm imagining like everyone well, is kind of a famous person in their own way. They have honorary guests that don't even have to pay. Um, oh, are they celebrities? In this case, kind of. Wait. Oh. Okay. I mean, I'll just look it up after. Okay. But is it, was it like what category of famous person was it? Um, like talk show and NFL. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay, got it. There's only like one person that that yeah. applies to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's so cool. Okay, so you guys take a group photo, and then the and then the people from Texas are they like, okay, time to get back into your seats or whatever? Yeah. So they give you a one minute warning um okay. and at that point you go back to your seats um why is and, the flight so short um i think they're just trying to smart smart they're trying to start small yeah um their like motto uh is like uh how do you say it? like it's like gradatum ferocitor or something oh, like some latin thing yeah which is step by step ferociously okay um which you know they're they're just it's uh it's supposed to be like you know like the 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 tortoise and the and the hare kind of deal where it's like yeah slow and steady so they're 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 not trying to do anything crazy um like you know orbital or yeah. anything like that at the moment they're just working to get what they have the tech the the tech that they're working on go in and then once they get there they'll get there right. Um, so I know there are like other companies that do like orbital flights with civilians and stuff, but they, they aren't really um, okay. You know, launching Sorry, as I, often. I, I cut you off. Like so, okay. They tell you to get back in your seats, and then is that part hard? It's actually um, they they ha- they train you to do it several times in you know on on Earth in normal gravity. Um, and they're like, 
trust us when you're doing this in zero gravity it's going to be a lot easier than on on earth but they give you a whole technique of how to do it like um you know how to like roll into your seats and with the like harness and everything and they they've they've thought it through extensively sure. and it's very easy to get back in your seat and um so like no one struggled or anything um not that not not significantly no <laughs> um and then wait like obviously you can't bring your phone right like that's no or a yeah. camera <laughs> they actually had like cameras all over the inside of the thing so okay so you don't even they were constantly to... taking video yeah do they you charge you to. extra for the footage no okay <laughs> no, that's, they don't. yeah they just imagining it. like a roller coaster but i guess yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty fucked up if you're like you can go to space for all this money but if you want the footage or the photos <laughs> yeah no so they they provide all of it so luckily you don't have to worry about that do you feel like um I mean, like, like, do your siblings feel so weird about, like, that they didn't go and, like, only you were? They were at the launch, but they didn't, you know, obviously they didn't go up, but they, yeah. they saw it and I feel like now they want to do it. Are they <laughs> are they kids? They're both older than me, actually. Oh, my God. Even more ununderstandable. Um, they, they, like... I I feel like I'd be so jealous. Like not only that you went to space, but also like now you have this like you have like a really special bond with your dad that like they'll never have, I feel like. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like I I would just be really 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 jealous. And obviously that's just me and I'm an only child too, so like it's obviously I can't even begin to understand any of that. They were like one of my sisters was like bawling the day before like so scared for you yeah exactly yeah yeah were you was there any part of you that's like i might die um i mean no not a large part of me but i was like it's possible i guess (laughs) like but at that point are you like this would be a pretty cool way to go Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Actually. I was like, oh, you know what? Better way to die. Totally. It's very like, it's kind of justifiable. Especially <laughs> as like the first pansexual person in space. <laughs> like even more That might so. be validating for some mean people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That that would have been really bad. I got a lot of like hate online um, for doing it at, at all. Like, especially like honestly within the, the furry community a lot because a lot of the people are like, and a lot of pansexual people are like, oh, you're not representing us. You're, you're, you're like spending money, a lot of money to go to space. Like what? we're struggling as, and, and like, I get it. Like, that's obvious. Like, yeah. that's, you know, like I understand how annoying it could be to see somebody, um, you know, yeah, like coming successful from a place trying of, to yeah. be like, oh yeah. Like I, you, I relate to your struggle because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't in, a lot of ways mm-hmm. but um but at the same time like i mean yeah i can't speak for anyone else but like for me i think it's always nice to see i don't know like when you're like in a marginalized any kind of group like it's nice to see someone from that community like doing something cool and something like like yeah, going to space is like the it. most like 
main maybe mainstream is the wrong word, but like the most like visible like everybody says they thing. want to be an astronaut when yeah, they grow up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's it's such a dream. Like yeah, and it's it's really like you know it's mixed because a lot of people you know it, it, there's two sides to that coin of like you can never represent me and the like thank you for providing visibility kind of mm-hmm. thing and it's and, and both of them are valid honestly sure. but like you just would hope that people would be more uh more uh congratulatory or like excited or you know yeah um, sure and like also i don't know like i think of like that little kid right like that's my mind always goes here and maybe it's because like i have kids or whatever but it's like i always think of like the little kid and i was like a little minority kid you know like that's like horny for no reason and all these things like i don't know like to me like seeing someone I kind of related to doing something as cool as that would have meant the world to me as a little kid, you know, like I, like whether that's an Asian person or a sex worker or whatever, like it would have meant everything and made me feel a little bit more normal. The thing that I like to point out as well is that not only like that, but I did it with my father Mm -hmm. who is accepting of all of you know, the weird quirkiness about me and, or the, you know, you know, the sides of me, like mm-hmm. LGBTQ, like the, the, my pansexuality supporting of that. And I think it's super cool that the page in history, because we were the first father, well, we were the first parent and child in okay. space together ever. That's, That's already never so before. special. Yeah. So the fact that that page in history of the first parent and child is with parent who's accepting of their child and all their differences is just i am just i i it's that's so I'm special honored to to have been able to be that person like i'm no hero in in any way like i, I didn't do much to earn my you know my spot in in that history book but I'm, you know. Yeah, I mean, imagine that little kid like who's so afraid to come out in any in whatever way that means, right? And like that kid that feels unlovable. Like, I mean, it's and then to see like a parent being so proud, not just supportive, but like proud, you know, to like be there yeah. with you is like that's I don't know, to me that's like really special and and I think like the world needs that definitely for sure definitely does i love how this this interview was like two different interviews (laughs) (laughs) it's like i interviewed two different people but (laughs) i mean i think that's like that's what's so great about it is a lot of people see like furries as this this weird nebulous concept that they don't really understand but then when you look at an individual person and 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 really get an idea of what they're about and what and who they are. And like, it starts to make more sense. And to see, you know, somebody be so visible about it. Um, like, you know, what, when I, the first thing I did when I landed and got my phone back was posted a picture of me wearing my flight suit, my space flight suit and my fursuit head. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's the first thing I posted. Like it's official. I, I went to space. That, that and that was the the post and i think you know a lot of people saw that and they're like 
I think it broke a lot of people's like ideas of what sure. furries are because they're like, wait a second, isn't this just the the like that weird fetish? Like totally. Like, and they no, think it's, it's something it's, that like stays like like it's this like dark seedy person in the underground, right? But it's not. It's like you know, it could be anybody, and you know, a lot of people say that I'm the first furry in space, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe I just don't think that they were public about it. Sure. I think that there's been other furries that have been to space. I just no nobody else has been public about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. I mean, we're sexuality is like such a we're in such a weird place now where like we're just now like like women weren't even allowed to like say we masturbate until like <laughs> five years ago, I feel like. True. Like it's well, you know, like sexuality is really like moving forward in a big way right now. Definitely. So, and not just sexuality because, you know, but any type of. I think people are starting to accept. Yeah. The they're starting to accept things that are not within the norm Mm -hmm. a lot, a lot more. And I think that's honestly mostly because of the internet. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. And and like the furry fandom wouldn't exist without the internet. I, 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 that's like one of the main reasons it started was that people who, you know, liked Disney movies with, you know, anthropomorphic characters in them. Mm-hmm. Um, they would, by the way, anthropomorphic, I, this might be a little late in the, in the discussion, but anthropomorphic means giving something human characteristics. So <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, uh, so, you know, they, they like, the, those characters and they would you know draw their own or they'd make their own like you know stories and, and comics of it but they did that for themselves mm-hmm. and then when the internet started to happen they found each other you know? yeah yeah the internet connected us all in a way that and like- since it's mainly a community mm-hmm like since you know that is, I say that's one of the main pillars of of being a furry is being involved in the community. Um, if that had never happened and those people weren't able to find each other, as there easily, would be no like, community. There would be none. So yeah, yeah there would be no furries. Yeah, Th- thank I mean, maybe you. Maybe there would be people who make costumes. There would probably be people who make costumes, but they wouldn't be going to conventions or yeah, it wouldn't be as accepted or normal as it i mean still at this point it's not like there's a lot of people who don't understand it and stuff but i i see more people being accepting of furries in the random populace than people who are like that's not okay you know? yeah yeah i mean like yeah like i can't imagine it i mean i'm sure there are but it's just it's crazy that there are people who would be like that's not okay like yeah, like my Halloween costume every year since I got it has been my fursuit. <laughs> and, and, you know, you just go out and everybody loves it. Like, you know, people want to take pictures and, and all that. And it it's only when people, I think most of the people who are against it are the people who are like, this is a fetish. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. But what people don't understand is it's not a fetish. It's just a thing that people like. So it ended up in their sex lives. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Became a, a kink or a fetish for some people. Right. But that's not what it started as. And that's so interesting. Yeah. I wonder why, like, the rest of the world, like myself included, I wonder, like, why, um, I wonder why, like, 
seems like a sexuality first or, or like a kink first. Maybe because be- that's just more interesting. Well, that's it definitely um, is in the headlines a lot more, you know, uh, and I think most news articles or, you know, publications that talk about furries get it so wrong. Like they'll interview people, but then still write like in their descriptions of like, oh, furry fandom, blah, 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 something, something commonly known for the sexual. And, right, and they right, bring right, it up. Right. They bring it up because that's what gets the attention. That's what gets people's it's interest. It's the clickbait part of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I mean, it works, but uh, yeah. that's, that's, sure. that's it. I mean, it is like hugely interesting. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. And like, it's also just since it is a very online community and since, you know, the way that people normally express their sexuality as, um, you know, more common than people having sex in fursuits is people, um, who draw art or get art drawn of their characters having sex. Really? That's way more common. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people associate it with that is because. Oh, because maybe like that's what's. They're seeing. The evidence it. of it. or That's like the, the evidence of yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, obviously there's art that's, that's not porn <laughs> as well, but that's not what's getting shared around. Well, yeah, like, like the, that's not what's on Reddit. Weird thing, yeah. You like- know, yeah. Oh, that's um, so interesting. Also, there was an episode of CSI at one point that um, had furries in it and fursuiters, but it was like they went to a furry convention in the episode and it was an orgy. Okay. So a lot of people. So that's annoying for you guys. Yeah. 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 There's I mean, like a lot of that kind of thing. Yeah. Like same thing with like porn, except I mean, ob- the sex part is obvious for porn, but like. Like, people only want to see the seedy side of porn. Like, nobody's interested in, like, the happy porn star, you know? Like, people are only... That's actually why I did cam modeling. Okay. (laughs) What do you mean? Um, I found it to be more personal. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. More about the person and less about the sex. Sure. It's very... I think, like... I mean, they all fall under, like, the sex work umbrella, but I think each branch is, like, so, so, so vastly different. Like... Right. Like for me, like, you know, like porn is obviously, you know, to put it so simply, it's, you know, I have sex for money, but like I've also tried escorting and like it's such a different vibe, such a different vibe. Like, like for me, like it's, it's very like, I don't know, like I, I learned that like, that's not what turns me on. Like I like being filmed. I like the, you know, I like being watched and like, I, I like that I'm making a product that people are going to like masturbate to. Like to me, that's mm-hmm. exciting, you know, but like, I don't know, like just like, I don't know, like I said, like I'm introverted, like just like making small talk and like having sex and then being paid for it like that. Those weren't the elements to me that like were. It's about making a product rather than yeah. being a product. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the part that like gets me off, not the. Yeah. The, yeah. So, but, but I can also see how the reverse would be so true for someone else, you know? Right. And then, and then like camming is a totally different thing. Like it's a totally other kind of performance and connection, right? Like it's. Yeah. I don't know. Because you, that's, you, you know, you're talking to people. And, yeah. And talking about your life and stuff. And yeah. It's, it's super intimate. Yeah. It's, and then you might, you know. You might be jerking off at the end there, but like, you know. Do you find that it's like, 
I don't know. I, I would argue that it's more more intimate, though, than like even seeing someone in person because it's like there's so much time spent together. I I mean, I guess, yeah, it depends. <laughs> yeah. Do you, Why do you not do it anymore? Um, I got busy. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I don't know. I plan to do it eventually again. Um, okay. I'm just, you know, laying low on, on that stuff again because of all the... Because you're an astronaut now. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, there's a lot of press attention that came with, the, came with doing that. So uh, I didn't want the story to be... Sure. Uh, furry goes to space and then the article being like, here's a link to their like sex tape. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That's so awesome. Cause I wanted this, you know, I, I, I wanted it to be, you know, a lot more wholesome of a story. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It almost like negates like, like the whole, like to the world. I mean, not obviously like not to like people like us, but. You know, society maybe isn't there. Yeah, yet. the normalization of it is <laughs> yeah. diminished. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Do you do you think you'll ever go back? I yeah, I'd like to to space. I meant not to camping. Both. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, definitely, I'd like to go to 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 go to space again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that. I don't know how when if right why right i don't know any of those details but if it lands into my lap i will definitely yeah did you did you see anything like weird out there by the way we're almost done i we actually are done i just want to ask you did you see anything weird out there like aliens no do you believe in (laughs) aliens well i mean i yes there's almost definitely other life but i don't know if it's I don't, I don't believe in aliens in like that. I don't believe in aliens in the sense that I don't think we've discovered aliens sure. yet. <laughs> or Do you like think that there's, there's anyone that us. still doesn't believe in aliens? Like maybe that's not even an appropriate question anymore. Like, is there anyone I, out there who's like, I don't think there's life. Yeah. I'm sure there's people, but I think those are just like people who are maybe uh, so pessimistic, religious. I guess. Um, yeah or religious that's a good point as well actually i'm sure a lot of um actually i heard recently that um there was like a whole team hired to deal with um like if we were to discover alien life how to break that news to people because i guess there's they're scared of wait hold on that religious team was people just put freaking out no, I think it was a while, like a year ago or something. But even then, like, I would have well, thought, Well, they like... just launched a new telescope, like, okay. on Christmas. So I think they're kind of, like, prepping for maybe finding something. I mean, it sounds like we're about to get some information very soon, right? Like, they've been maybe. teasing us with it, I feel like, for the last maybe. couple maybe. years. Maybe. I think they're still looking. So, um, so, they're, so those people's job is, like, specifically dealing with, like, the religious... Probably, yeah, probably the religious... Backlash. Backlash of <laughs> discovering aliens. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really excited to see what they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Where where I know you do you Twitch and all that. Like, can we plug yes. that here? Yeah, it's Meeps Kitten on Twitch. It's 
and uh, on YouTube as well and on Twitter and <laughs> yeah. and your Instagram and Twitter. That's and all true. Of that is Meep's yeah. kitten. I also have astronaut underscore Bess on Instagram. <laughs> That's my last name. <laughs> You're two separate. <laughs> yeah, I guess like this interview could be for either one of those. Yeah, <laughs> those guys. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>